Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. More than a song, a reality. Amen. To know that we've got the ticket, the token, the message of the hour to change our very bodies. Not a fairy tale, not Walt Disney, but a reality of a living God in His people fulfilling the promises of His Word. What a privileged people we are. Brother Darrell, it's getting so dark, it's getting so evil, but it's getting so close, amen. Hallelujah, it's getting so close, amen. Oh, we don't look to that. Oh, are we concerned? Sure, we're concerned. We're humans. We're concerned. But that's not our priority, amen. We, we don't entangle ourselves in those things. Amen. He untangled us. He unshackled us. He made us a free people tonight. For the Bible said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free tonight. Oh, what a privileged people we are to know the truth. Amen. Oh, to know that we've got that thing in us that when he, Satan knocks us down, something in us gets us back up. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. What a privileged people we are tonight. We greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus. We count it such an honor to be able to gather here with the few that's gathered and with the saints that's on the internet. And I'm so glad that even though Satan can throw a great punch, our God has got a stronger and a greater counter punch tonight. And amen. He just moves right around and knocks him in the head anyway. Amen. So we're grateful that uh, we may not be able to assemble ourselves together, yet we can still gather ourselves together. Amen. And I'm so glad that the Holy Spirit is not bound by state lines and borders and lockdowns and buildings. And amen. He's the same right here in Happy Valley in this building tonight as he is in your home, making him the same yesterday, today and forever. If you have your Bibles this evening, turn with us uh, to the book of Proverbs. We want to read from chapter three, starting at verse 23. It's a very unusual text that the Lord just put it on our heart. Uh, last night and uh, we, we studied up late and then most of today and we just trusted to be a blessing to you just a, a simple little thought that's really the only kind that I can bring and I was just thinking if I could preach like these brothers could sing we'd certainly have some church tonight amen uh, just wonderful how it just uh, the songs and the music that stirs our heart but anyhow we want to do what we can do and be what the Lord has made us to be and we trusted to be a blessing to you tonight we want to read now from Proverbs chapter 3 starting at verse 23 and may the Lord richly bless you whatever you're facing tonight whatever I want you to look to him and believe that even before this service is over he can do a miracle in your life that's just the kind of God that I serve amen Proverbs three twenty three. the Bible says this then shalt thou, then shall thou walk in thy way safely and thy foot shall not stumble and when thou liest down thou shalt not be afraid Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. Notice, it is coming, amen. When it cometh, not if it cometh, but when it cometh, amen. Be not afraid of the sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh, amen. For the Lord, oh, I love this right here. For the Lord shall be thy confidence Amen. and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Amen. Amen. Let us bow our heads. I want to speak to you for just a few minutes this evening on when thou liest down to sleep. Oh, Lord. Father, we're just so grateful for your presence that we feel here, Lord. Knowing, dear God, that you are our God. Lord, as I was thinking of these scriptures, it 
reminds me of the prayer we prayed as a child. Now I lay me down to sleep. Lord, I never want to get away from that, Lord. To come to you with that childlike faith simply just to believe your word, Lord. That it don't have to be explained to me and figured out, Lord. But I can believe it and be happy in it simply because you said it, Lord. Knowing your word cannot fail. Lord, I pray for your children tonight, Lord. Those, dear God, that's afflicted with the virus, may your presence just go to them, Lord, and strengthen them, God. Father, we know that even while we're yet praying, the Holy Spirit can remove every symptom, every affliction, every sign of this evil, Lord. Father, we pray for different ones that come to our mind, Brother Wade, Lord, and may you touch his body, God, that he can swallow and enjoy his food, Lord, we pray. Sister Becky, Lord, you see her need tonight. Sister Lane, Lord, you see her need tonight. Others, Lord, that comes to our minds. God, may your spirit move upon them, we pray. And Lord, may you just come and take this simple thought, Lord. God, may we be able to relay it to the people as we saw it, Lord, as we looked at it, dear God. Lord, may it bring peace to their hearts tonight, we pray, Lord. That we can just shut the door and let the storm pass by. Because we're safe and secure in your arms. We love you tonight, Lord. And we commit this service into your hands for your glory. For we ask these things in Jesus' name. And the bride says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated this evening. Amen. You know, it always amazes me that we serve a God that is so great, that is so awesome, that... He created the universes and billions upon billions of stars. A God so great that he knows all things. The prophet said he knows every time that a gnat. My Lord, I can barely see a gnat. And yet our God knows every time that a gnat bats its eye. The prophet said he knows every bee and where he goes into the comb to get his honey. Oh God. That blows, we can't even comprehend that tonight. Of all the bees and all the world and all the honeycombs and all the world. And yet God knows where every bee goes in the cone to get its honey. He knows every sparrow that sets in a tree. He knows every bird that falls to the ground. He knows every thought that's in your mind. A God so great. A God so knowing. A God so awesome. And a God who's so caring that he cares about the littlest aspects of our life. A God so great, so awesome that even our canary brains cannot even comprehend him. That God so great cares so much about the littlest things in our life that he even cares about our sleep. For he said in his word, when thou liest down to sleep, be not afraid. And when thou liest down, thy sleep shall be sweet. God has given us a promise in his word that we don't have to have nightmares. Our sleep doesn't have to be interrupted. But when we lay down to sleep, our sleep can be sweet. He wants our sleep to be restful, peaceful.
peaceful. He wants it to be pleasant. You say sleep, you're, you're talking about sleep, I know. I'm talking about sleep, but I'm trying to get you to understand. That's how much he cares for you. My God, if he cares about whether I sleep or not, he cares about every aspect of my life this evening. Amen. Amen. He even cares about your sleep. Think about that tonight. Amen. Brother Branham in discernment, he said, the little lady sitting back there with a little white jacket or thing on. You can't sleep at night. Do you believe the Lord Jesus is going to give you sleep from now on? Not a brain tumor. Not a life-threatening disease. The woman had trouble sleeping and God anointed his prophet to call it out. And said, do you believe he's going to give you sleep from now on? You've not been able to sleep, but after tonight you're going to be able to sleep. That you might know that I'm his prophet or his servant. That your husband's sitting by you. Do you believe that God can heal him? If God revealed to me what his trouble is, will you believe it? Then the arthritis will go from you, sir. You can go home now and be well and be a happy family. A happy family. Because the husband was delivered of arthritis and the woman was delivered of insomnia. The inability to sleep. Why would he do that? Because he cares. You see, Brother Branham mentioned can't sleep 38 times. He put those two words together, can't sleep. And out of the 38 times that the prophet mentioned it, 15 different times was in discernment. And while in discernment, he mentioned every time while in discernment, he mentioned it was caused by nervousness. Let me show you. I just pulled a few of them up. Now I see you're having, uh, you're having some, you're, you keep sitting up in bed. You just keep sitting. Oh, oh, you can't sleep. You've got, you're nervous. Isn't that right? A nervous condition and you can't sleep at night. Here's another one. The man's going from me. Years ago, your trouble started. You're probably, you look 15 years or more younger than what you are now. He went back in a vision 15 years, said it's a nervous condition that you've been bothered with, a nerve trouble. I see you can't sleep. You're up pacing around restless. It's a nerve cause. You don't know what it is. The doctors can't locate what it is. They don't know what it is. But God anointed the prophet and said, it's your nerves. Amen. Here's another one. You had a feeling uh, move over you. That's the angel of the Lord. Oh, he's here right between us right now. Let's see this here now. Now the lady's moving away from me. She's very much distressed. I see her in the bedroom. She can't sleep. She's walking up and down the floor. She goes into another room. She comes back. She goes into another room. She goes into a little place and gets something, some kind of a little powder to take it to go to sleep. And she's trying. Her condition is a nervous condition. And she's taking powders to keep asleep. And she's taking so many of them till they've just about got the best of her. They've just about got the best of her. She's just about to go into a breakdown and be finished. That's thus saith the Lord. 
every one of them a nervous condition. You can't sleep. You're taking powders. Because I want you to understand one of Satan's tactics is to bind people with sickness and with fear. And you'll find a lot of times the sickness is in our body. It is a result of fear. Our spirit gets nervous. Our body gets upset. Your stomach gets upset. It causes an ulcer. Many of the sickness all goes back to nervous conditions and fear. Because of one of Satan's tactics he uses the greatest is fear. He'll anoint a woman that's possessed with the demon to speak like a man to cause fear. Because that's what he operates in the realm of fear. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. It's to bind the people in fear. The prophet said, now, you're moving. Uh, you're the father, you're moving. You're showing signs and wonders. The great atomic age is here. Nations against nations. Kingdoms against kingdoms. Spirits fighting against spirits. The people are nervous. You said it would be fear upon the earth. Perplexity of time. The stress between nations. Men's hearts failing for fear. What a day that we're living in. Men's hearts failing for fear, perplexed of time, distressed between nations. The earth's getting so nervous till it's bursting forth earthquakes everywhere. Jesus said it would be that way. There'd be earthquakes in diverse places. What's the matter? The earth knows she's doomed. She's nervous. The world's nervous. But the church, the church is rising in the gospel away with security oh in a terrible time perplexed time nervous time oh hallelujah the bride is tucked away in security she is secure in him oh that my father hath given me will come and no man can pluck them out of my hand that's security Ooh, hallelujah. We're not in his pocket. We're not in his safe. We're not on the wall. We are in his hands. Amen. Bride is secured in the time of trouble. The hour of gross darkness. When gross darkness would cover the earth. And gross darkness would cover the people. Because the children of the world walk in darkness. They walk at nighttime. They love darkness. The Bible said men. People love darkness more than they do light because the light would manifest their deeds. Huh? Amen. That's when the cockroaches and the li that's when all those things crawl around is in the darkness. But turn the light on and watch them flee. But in a time of gross darkness, darkness on the land, darkness on the people and the children love darkness. The people love darkness more than they love light. When the spiritual darkness gets up on the earth like that, then it's the time for the enemy to attack. We're at that hour of gross darkness. You know, Cheryl showed me a video clip here not long ago of a river that was flooded out of its banks. And the river out of its banks, it struck a house and it destroyed the house and broke it up and washed it away. And that's exactly where Satan is tonight, the spiritual darkness upon the earth has opened up the floodgates to allow the God of this evil age to unleash his destruction. Destruction upon our communities, upon our government, upon our homes, upon our families. Satan is like a flood, a raging river of water, destroying everything that's in its path. And the people are under a spirit of destruction because the prophet said God cannot bring destruction to the people are under the spirit of it. 
That's why they're destroying their bodies. That's why they're destroying everything that they touch. Satan is riding his horse. Satan has built his house. Now he's just wallpapering it. This is the world that's around us as we know it today under a spirit of destruction. St. John 10.10 says it this way. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. He wants to steal your joy. He wants to steal your peace. He wants to rob you of every redemptive blessing. But I say let's not let him tonight. God gave me joy. God gave me peace. God gave me healing. God gave me deliverance. Let the devil rob us. Of none of it. Amen. He wants to steal your joy, steal your peace, rob you of every redemptive blessing that Jesus died at Calvary for to secure for you. We're living in a time when people are scared to death. Their nerves are on edge. They can't sleep. They can't eat. Depressed, worried. You sit on the people's faces at Walmart. You sit at the red light. You look at them. It's almost like they're in a stoop. It's almost like they don't even see you. They're in their own world. Because Satan has isolated the people. Isolated because we don't talk no more. We've got our phones. They talk for us. People are isolated. Don't you see? Satan's His tactic has always been to divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. You say you're painting a dark picture, but that's where we're at, friends. People are scared, depressed, worried. They're tired. They're restless. They can't sleep. They can't rest. Their minds are. Somebody told me the other day, said I was up all night. My mind was just racing. I couldn't quit thinking. What is it? It's Satan's kingdom. All that is Satan's doing. That's he's doing. That's what he, he's on his high horse. He's riding the best he's ever rode right now. Satan, the prophet said, following you along, that great big kingly priest, Goliath, trying to scare the liver out of you. The Satan trying to scare the liver out of you like a kingly priest trying to rule over our lives. Satan wants to rule our lives with fear. He knows faith. Hallelujah. He can't come against faith, but he can work in the realm of fear if he can just get you scared. Oh, I don't know who I'm preaching to, but this is for somebody. Right. A great, big, kingly, priestly Goliath towering over the people like a giant. Trying to scare the liver out of you. Trying to rule our lives with fear. We're living in the era where everything is a phobia now. I've never seen so many phobias in all my life. Homophobia, Islamophobia. Those phobias I can't even pronounce and probably don't want to. Everything, I've never seen so much fear. Everything is a phobia. People scared of lettuce. That's a God's truth, Brother Joel. Look, look it up, Brother Joel. People scared they go to psychiatrists and try to get hypnotized because lettuce scares them. You can't make this stuff up. Fear. Phobias. Fear. Oh, God. Fears. Satan tried to scare you thinking you're going to miss the rapture. A fear of dying. A fear of losing a loved one. A fear of being alone. A fear of never marrying. A fear of going out of the house. A fear of going to the markets. Fear of home invasions. Fear of riots. 
Fear of mobs. Fear. Everything is fear. Things happening that people never thought. People who think they're in control of their lives and all of a sudden things hit us. That we didn't think it's supposed to be that way. You know, 2020 supposed to be like 19. We come to church three times a week. We play volleyball after church on Sunday. And all of a sudden, it ain't like that no more. All of a sudden, it's changed. All of a sudden, the pews are taped and we're isolated one from the other. When things happen that people didn't expect, we get scared. Things begin to go sideways. Here he's supposed to be like I, I, I didn't. We're God's people for heaven's sakes. We follow the message. But I was thinking about God bringing Israel to the promised land. They had a prophet. They had a pillar of fire. They were coming out of bondage. Sound familiar? And they were after Kadesh Barnea. They had about been brought through many trials. They had seen the hand of God. A very beautiful picture. Of us. Twelve spies were sent. To spy out the land. I believe if my memory serves me like. Forty days. And they come back. They come back. Packing a huge bundle of grace. Takes two. I'm just. (laughs) My God is that a grapevine? That's just one bunch. That's how big they are. They came back with evidence. They came back with evidence that the land was exactly the way God said. But 10 of them, out of the 12, 10 of them come back and said, oh, yeah, it's like God said. But but it's too hard. It's too great of a place. It's impossible. They've got walls. They've got armies. They've got cities. They're well trained. They're educated. They're smart. And we literally, in our eyes, we look like grasshoppers. And because we thought we were grasshoppers, that's the way they perceived us. We're a failure. We can't do it. Oh, yeah, God said it's a land. Oh, yeah, that's the grace. But I'm trying to tell you, you're not listening. Look at me. Focus. There's giants there. They're scary. They're big. They're mean. They've got tattoos. It's impossible. God brought us this far. and We can't go no further. Caleb and Joshua, an 80-year-old man, he stood up and he said, Enough of this nonsense. We're more than able to take the land. Give me my mountain. Oh, he's a quack. He wanted him, yeah, he's one of them prophets. You had to get, get away from him. We're trying to tell you there's giants in the land. Don't listen to him. There's a bunch of hopped up faith. Ten against two. They were outnumbered. And that mob mentality. You get a mob and get them in a direction, they'll do a lot of damage. A mob mentality. Ten against two. It wasn't long. Till it spread throughout the entire camp. How fast bad news travels. Ain't it something? Somebody can get healed. You hardly ever hear about it. Somebody break a leg, everybody hears about it. 
how fast bad news travels. The men that went up said, we're not able to go up against these people. They're stronger than we. And they brought an evil report to the land. That they had searched out to the children of Israel, saying, the land which we have gone to search is the land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people we saw in it are men of great stature. And all the congregation, look how fast this fear went through the church. The Bible said all the congregation, except for two as far as I know, all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried. And the people wept that night. There wasn't no sleeping in Israel that night. Their fear produced insomnia. Their nervous condition, the report that they believed changed their whole attitude, changed their whole atmosphere. And they went from a people of God's people who had saw miracles and wonders and they become a people that were scared to death. What are we going to do? And they cried and they wailed. And every time they'd take a breath to cry again, they heard somebody snoring. You know who it was? It was Caleb. There was no sleep in the camp because the report caused them to lose confidence in the God that gave them the promise. But Caleb never lost his faith. He just laid down and his sleep was sweet. Caleb said, I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to sleep about eight hours and I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to sharpen my sword. And I'm going to go get my mountain. Amen. Now what made Caleb so sure? When the opposition was so great. My God, Brother Daniel, you're not listening. You don't know how bad this thing is. It's spreading through all the message. All kinds of churches, people getting infected. Oh, my Lord, you just don't realize how bad it is. But look at Caleb. He never catered to that fear. He never even entertained it. What made Caleb so sure when the opposition was so great? It's according to what you look at. It's according to what you take in. It's according to what you believe and what you hear. Caleb was looking at the promise of God. His confidence was in God. The other ten were looking at their circumstances. If you go to looking at your circumstances or look what's around you, you're sure to fail. You must never look at what's around you. Never look at what's around you. Look at the promise. That's where Eve made her fatal mistake. Satan come along with his theology and she mixed his theology with what God gave her. And she gave it to Adam and it caused a hybrid faith. You know what hybrid faith will do? Nothing. Well, I believe, but hybrid faith. Come on, somebody. Well, I believe, but the doctor said, hybrid faith. Hybrid faith cannot produce life. But faith in God's word. The doctor may say you're ate up with cancer, but faith in God's word can cause that to dissolve out of your body. Amen. I've seen God do it. I know he's able to do it. Amen. She mixed it and gave it to Adam, a hybrid faith. That's what the church has got today, the so-called church. A hybrid faith, it's mixed with fear and doubt and frustration. Oh, are you hearing me tonight? 
So if you've got, well, I believe, I believe the message. But if you've got fear and doubt and frustration, you've got hybrid faith. Huh? Hybrid faith is mixed with fear, doubt, frustration. Oh, Brother Darrell, I thought you said fear and faith don't mix. Fear and faith don't mix. But hybrid faith and fear does mix. There's a difference between hybrid faith and pure faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's frustration. It was genuine faith. Caleb had genuine faith. It wouldn't move. And when God says anything, it'll be that way. If God says it, it'll be that way. The prophet said, if God said George Washington was going to get up in five minutes, I'd say, get him a chair so he can sit down when he gets up. Because God does not lie. When Jessica was recovering from the, uh, from the accident, uh, a woman from the insurance company called me. said, Mr. Ward, can I talk to you? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, this is not about Jessica. Said, it's about someone else. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, there's a boy uh, that we've got. A client said he, he, uh, he got choked on a hot dog and had brain damage. So he's not able to speak. said, his mama said, they're Christians like you are. They're Christians. Uh, his father's a pastor also. He said his boy's mother's telling everybody that God spoke to her and said on a certain date, her boy will speak. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, well, Mr. Ward, here's what I want to ask you. He said, that's just a few days away. And from what I can see, there is no way that boy can speak. And she said, if he don't speak, Mr. Ward, she was such a nice lady. She was so concerned. She said, I'm so afraid if that boy don't speak, it will crush that woman. Because she's told everybody that God said so. And I said, well, ma'am, I am not a smart person. But there's one thing I do know. If God said the boy will speak, it may be one second before that time expires. But that boy will speak because God does not lie. Now, if the woman got an impression or thought God said that, then that's something else. But if God said the boy will talk, he will talk because God does not lie. Amen. Oh, I'm so glad my confidence is in that kind of God tonight. Not a wishy-washy God that spins a wheel, but a God who speaks it and confirms it and backs it up and manifests it to his people. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Genuine faith wouldn't move. But she mixed it up with what Satan gave her. Turned it together and said, here it is. You see, Satan wants you to see the problem, but not the answer. He wants you to see the symptom, but not the healing. He wants you to see the chaos, but not the calm. He wants you to see the storm, but not the rainbow. The darkness, but not the light. But I say to you, don't see the problem, see the answer. Don't look at the symptom as long as you look at that arm. As long as you look at that throat, you'll never be able to swallow. Don't look to that. Look to the healer, amen. It's a nervous age. What is it? The prophet said the churches are in a neurotic age. Every church is proselyting, pulling, and fussing, and stewing. It's a neurotic age, the world in chaos. But I say stand still. God's calling his church to halt. See, stand still. Don't be jumping around, running around, not knowing what you're doing. Be sure, be sure in whom you believe. Be sure of your testimony. Be sure of your experience. Be sure of who you are and stand on it. I'm not a Christian because I feel like it. I'm a Christian because I met God's requirements. Amen. 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 Be confident in the one who gave the promise. He said, I give a solemn warning to the church. Stand still. God always commands to stand still before he does anything. Stand 
still and see the promises of God. God doesn't make a promise that he can't keep. God will bankrupt heaven before he'll let one promise of his word fail. Oh, hallelujah tonight. We have a word from the Lord. Amen. He told us these things would come. He told us this time would be. He told us what to look for. Did he not do it? Did he not prepare us? Did he not make us aware of the signs and the times and the hours that we're living in? It should take none of us by surprise. He said these things would come. Men's hearts would fail for fear in a day of fear. It's not something that's coming. It's here. Amen. He told us what to look for. He said when these things begin to come to pass, then lift up your heads. Your redemption comes by, comes coming nigh. Amen. You see, tonight, my brother, my sister, the prophet said, that's my message to the church, is stand still and look to the promise. Stand still. Don't be caught up in all this fanaticism going on. Don't get caught up in taking sides and all these things that's going on. Be sure, be sure in whom you have believed. Amen. Stand upon the promise of his word of who we are. The seals have been opened to reveal to us who we are, where we come from, what our position is as sons and daughters of God. He gave us these things not to put on a shelf somewhere, not just to mark up with a highlighter, but he gave us these things to believe it and to live it. Amen. Oh, I'm so happy tonight, Brother Louie. We serve a God who turns water to wine. I love that right there. He turns water to wine. And some of the best wine you can ever put to your lips. God turns water to wine, rain to sunshine, fear into peace, death into life, sickness into health, sorrow into joy, sinners into saints. Oh, he can do the impossible. How do you know he can do the impossible? Look at me. Look what he done to me, amen. Look what he's done for you, brother Joel. We can lie down at night and we can sleep and our sleep can be sweet because our confidence is in him and what he said and what he said he will do, what he said we will be. We can rest. Oh, Brother Darrell, it's awful bad. It's awful. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't look at that. You should be concerned. Yes, concerned. Sure, we're humans. We're concerned about our fellow. But I'm not saying don't be concerned. I'm saying don't fear it. Get caught up in it. Let the death angel pass. We're safe and secure. We're locked in with him. When we lie down that night, we can have sleep knowing his eyes on the sparrow and he watches over me. His eye is ever upon me. You remember Billy Paul one night got up to get a he was he was thirsty, he wanted to drink. Brother Bram was tired, been praying for the sick, and I think it was Billy Paul was crying, wanting water. And he said, Billy, get up and get it yourself. I'm tired. Something like that. He said, the angel of the Lord said, go to your son. And Brother Bram said he got up and got him by the hand. And I think all the way through the house, he slipped on a rug. Because the angel, the angel cared. is watching over his home, watching over his family, watching over his children. And he didn't just do that for the Branhams. He does it for the Reagans, the Yonsons, the Wards, the Elliots, the Browns. He does it for all of God's children. His eyes ever upon us. Amen. 
He has not forgotten us. He is aware of every thought, every weakness, everything that we have. Our God knows, amen, if he knows where a bee gets his honey. He knows what you're thinking tonight. He knows what will happen tomorrow. He knows what I'll face next week. I don't know, but he does know. I know he knows my name. And everything will be all right. Amen. Our confidence is in him. He's given us his word and that word will not fail because God can't fail. And God is his word. Heavens and earth shall pass away, but God's word shall never pass away. I saw a video, Brother Wayne, of a car accident. A man was coming home from church and he ran off the road, struck a telephone pole. The car burst into flames. It burnt to the ground. Even the tires, the rubber tires exploded and burnt off the rims. And in the car on the dash was the man's Bible because he was coming from church and he laid it up on the dash and everything in that car, inside, outside, was consumed but the Bible. The man reached in and pulled it out, opened it up. You could read the words in the Bible because when the board passes through the fire, the fire will not harm it. And if that word, Brother Joel, if that word, if that word is in me, Brother Larry, if that word, hallelujah, this bride is not a denomination. She is not an organization. She is his word for this hour manifested on the earth. Amen. We can no more fail than God's word can fail. We are undefeatable. Nothing can stop this bride. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Tonight we can lay down. Our sleep can be sweet because we know my daddy. Got it all in control. He's given us the confidence of his word. John 14, 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Isaiah 41, 13, for I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, fear not, I will help thee. He's holding my right hand, Brother Wayne. He said, don't worry. Don't worry, Wayne. I'm going to help you, son. Just walk with me. Just walk with me, Louie. I'm going to take care of that back. I'm going to take care of that pain. Don't worry. Don't look at it. Just don't worry. I'll hold you by your right hand. I'll help you. I'll help you. Isaiah 43, 2. When thou passest through the waters, I'll be with thee. Through the rivers, I shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Isaiah 41.10 Fear thou not For I am with thee Be not dismayed For I am thy God I will strengthen thee Yea I will help thee Yea I will uphold thee With the right hand Of my righteousness Isaiah 54.17 No weapon formed against thee Shall prosper Every tongue that shall rise against thee In judgment shall Thou shalt condemn this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Pleasant sleep. Come unto me if you're heavy burdened, heavy laden. Come unto me. I'll give you sweet sleep. I'll give you rest. For your journey. In a time of trouble, in a time of fear, in a time of sickness, in a time of distress, 
The Lord said, when thou layest down, when thou layest down, thy sleep shall be sweet. But Lord, Lord, there's a lot happening. Oh, don't look at that child. Look to my promise. Don't be afraid of the fear that cometh. The sudden fear that cometh, don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of the destruction that's coming upon the wicked. Don't worry about it. It's not for you. It's not about you. It's not a part of you. That's not who you are. That's not who you're identified with. That part of my word has nothing to do with you. Just go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep, little bride. You're under my wings. You're in my care. I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you. Nobody will get you out of my hand. When thou layest down, thy sleep shall be sweet. Not because of a sleeping pill. Not because of sleeping powder. Not because of soft music at your bedside. Not because of a sound machine. That's not why we'll sleep. It's not the sound machine that gives us a good night's sleep. It's our confidence in Him. Amen. That He'll not lose a one of us. He said, I'll not lose a one. Confidence of knowing he will not fail us. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me to the pastures of rest. Lay down, son. Rest a while. Sweet sleep. You're in my pasture. You're in my care. I'll lay right here with you. I'll watch out for the wolves. I'll watch out for this. I'll watch out for that. You're under my care. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Thy rod and thy staff thy comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemy. Don't worry, son. I'll give you spiritual food in due season. A seven-course meal, a table prepared in the presence of your enemies. That you can eat the vitamins of my word to give you a change. In your body to give you a change in your mind. Just keep eating the food I've prepared for you. It'll restore your body. It'll restore your strength. It'll restore your mind. It'll make you think like I think. A table prepared in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. You see, I'm drinking from my saucer because my cup is running over. I'm so glad my stimulus package doesn't just come from the government. It comes from God. Mercy. Oh, I like that right there. I need mercy. Don't you need mercy? Mercy and goodness shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever don't worry about all these things friends listen to me mama listen to me sister don't worry about these things don't worry about the bleeding 
Yea, when I walk by, I saw thee, polluted in thy own blood. I said unto thee, yea, live. I said unto thee, yea, live. Don't worry about it. He's got it all in control, sis. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mercy and goodness shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He's got it in control. Thy sleep shall be sweet. When I was looking at the description, I couldn't help but think once more my mind went to Jesus in the boat. I know I preached on it here not a while back, but when I was looking at this, my mind went straight back to that story of Jesus in the boat. Knowing the storm was coming. Knowing it would be a Cat 5 hurricane, no doubt. A major storm. Knowing the sails would be torn. Knowing the boat would fill with water. Knowing the disciples would be frenetic. And would filled with fear, screaming and running around. He knew every bit of that. Because he was the word. Yet what did he do? He laid down. And he went to sleep. Because the word said. When thou layest down. Thou shalt not be afraid. Thy sleep shall be sweet. He just laid down and went to sleep because he knew the word would override the storm. Be not afraid of the sudden fear. Be not afraid of the sudden storm. Be not afraid of the desolation of the wicked. Be not afraid when it comes. For the Lord shall be thy confidence. The Lord shall be thy confidence. His sleep was sweet because he knew who he was. Oh God. Oh God, let that strike us tonight. His sleep was sweet because he knew who he was and he had confidence in the God who made him that. That he would pass to the other side because the Son of God had spoke the word. And when a Son of God, by faith, takes the word into his heart and speaks it back upon his lips, every mountain must move. It's just the same as deity speaking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, give me that confidence in your word that in a hurricane category five storm, I can get some of the best sleep I've ever had. My sleep shall be sweet. Master, wake up. Are you tired? No, I, I feel pretty good. That was a restful sleep. What's the matter? What's going on? Oh, oh, it's a storm. It's a peace be still. Okay, let's go to the other side. <laughs> Though, it says in Psalms 27, Though a host encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though a host. Right. You remember Elijah? Remember he was out there camping? Gehazi and Elijah. And he got up that morning. You know, know how he, Gehazi being the servant. He said put the coffee on. Gehazi goes out to get the coffee. And he walks outside the tent. And he said. What's the matter? <laughs> you better come and see. And Elijah steps his head out of the tent. He looks around. He said, 
Well, my goodness, there's more of us than there are them. Make the coffee. And I just go on. I don't want to be disrespectful, but are you sure? What did he say? God opened the boy's eyes. With his eyes come open. The mouth. Hallelujah. And I say to you tonight, oh, in our weakness, and we may be looking so weak, but as Brother Donnie's been preaching, in perfect weakness comes perfect strength. And I say to you tonight, there's more of us. There is more than us. For we are an army. We're two armies. Amen. The host is camped against me. My heart shall not fear. Though this war shall rise against me. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord. That I will seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord. To inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble. He shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle. Shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Philippians 1 6 says, Be confident, being confident of this very thing that he who's begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He never brought us this far to leave us. He never told us to swim to let us drown. He never built a home in us to move away. And he never lifted us up to let us down. He never created us to forget us. He created us for himself. God, Brother Bradley, God created me and you, Brother Larry, and Brother Chop. He created us for himself. That's why Satan hates us so much. He wants to destroy what God created for himself. The only thing he ever asked for. He didn't have a car. He didn't have a chariot. He didn't have, a, he didn't have more than one change of clothes as far as I know. But he never asked God for a new suit to preach in. He never asked God for a new chariot to ride in. He never asked God for a good owl. The only thing he ever asked the Father for was my fellowship. Be a confident of this very thing. He that started the whole... I've never done it myself, Brother Larry. You never done it. You, you weren't looking for him. He come looking for us. We weren't trying to find Elijah. God sent Elijah to find us. Amen. Being confident in this very thing, that he who started the work in us will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Like Ruth, like Ruth, we're resting. We're just resting. Waiting on our Lord. He finished the work at Calvary. But before he can come and take us to his home. He goes home first. To prepare a place for us. So we're just resting. In sleep, sweet sleep. Resting. Relaxing. Remember the prophet of God said under the seventh seal. It's relaxing time. 
Why? Because the opening of the Word reveals to us who we are, Brother Joel. I don't have to guess no more. I know I come from God. I know I go back to God. I know that my DNA is God's DNA. And I can no more die than God can die. I can no more be lost than God. The seals revealed to me my position. It just didn't tell me who Brother Branham was. But the opening of the Word, He come to tell me who I am. And I'm resting now waiting on Him to build the home. He promised to build for his queen. Like Ruth, we're west resting. He said, let not your hearts be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it wasn't so, I would have told you so. Because you're my bride. I don't keep secrets from you. I would have told you so. I've told you. My very good. Don't you understand this word, this message is God's very heart to us. He shared to us his love secrets. Think of it. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many men. If it wasn't so, I would have told you. But I'll go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. I will return again and receive you unto myself. Home, Brother Brandon. Home. How oh, do you love him tonight? There is no peace to a troubled heart. To a sinful heart, there cannot be peace. If a man longs to drink, he calls, he calls that life. He thinks he's having a big time. It shows his emptiness. Take a man, make a million dollars, he wants two. Take a man that goes to a party, drinks one drink tonight, he wants another. Take a man that lives untrue to his wife once, he'll live it again, vice versa. See, it's something he's never satisfied. He might have a million dollars in his hand, ten million in his hand. He lays down at night with a drunken stew on him. He wakes up the next morning haunted, nightmares, troubled mind. And you call that peace. That's no peace. That's the world. Today, trouble, sleep, nightmares. Here not long ago, someone, I think it was in this church, somewhere I was preaching, I, I believe it was in, it, it don't matter where it was at, somebody come to me with having nightmares, said I have nightmares at night. I said, you don't never have to have another one. You leave your nightmares right here. Take good dreams and go back with them. You don't have to live that way. We don't have to have nightmares. Troubled minds can't rest, can't stop thinking about what's going on. He never wanted us to live that way. That's not the way he wants us to live. I give you peace. Not as the world give, give I to thee. But a man, I'm coming to a close. A man may not have a pillow to press his head to. Oh, I love this right here. A man may not even have a pillow to press his head to. He may not even own a decent pair of shoes or be able to have a decent meal in his house. But if God reigns in his heart, he can go to bed happy and he wakes up happy. It's a lasting peace because he's got confidence that God told David, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. So when I have need of it, he will provide it for me. Is that true, Brother Larry? 
He'll give it to us. Not when we think we need it. But when he knows we need it. It'll be right on time. He can go to bed happy. And he wakes up happy. It's a lasting peace. It's something that God does. It's our confidence in our Lord. That he'll never leave us. Nor will he forsake us. Brother, sister, who he said, Brother Harry, brothers come. Brother, sister, listen, we're, he's taking place now. We're at the end time. We're going into the millennium. We're going into the millennium. Every hand pointing that way. The old clock's ticking away about two minutes to midnight. Omnipotence is speaking. Angels are appearing. Prophets are coming. Prophets are prophesying. Visions are being poured out upon you. The gospel's being preached. The sick's being raised up. The blind sees. The deaf hears. Devils are raging. Impersonators. Janice and Jambres are here. But the omnipotent speaks. Hallelujah. We're in the last days. We are at a junction. These things happening, brother and sister, tonight. These things that are happening, as Brother Donnie has said over and over since we've been into this pandemic, these things are happening has not took our God by surprise. He knows the end from the beginning. So I don't know, Brother Joel. I don't know. Maybe we're going to another lockdown. Maybe there's going to be another. I don't know. But I don't have to know. Brother, I don't have to know, buddy. I can just trust him. I can just trust him. Am I going to go out and try to get contaminated? No, not at all. But if I do, I ain't going to worry about it. Because nothing happens to me but what he allows in his wisdom to come to pass. But what about all the pain that you're going? What, what's that got to do with it? What's pain, Brother Joe? What's pain? Is it, sure, it's bad. I've laid on the floor and cried like a baby. I'm not ashamed to tell you. I put my head on the steering wheel and prayed to cry. Try to get out of the car to pump gas. But that's got nothing to do with my healing. I'm healed. I'm healed tonight because he said I'm healed. You see, these things are happening just to show us right where we're at at this time. It's what he's trying to do. He's showing us the message is right. This message is right. The things the prophet said would come. We see these things happening. It's a vindication of the messenger. When thou lies down, don't be afraid. When thou sleepest, thy sleep shall be sweet. Because God is our confidence. I trust in him. So you tonight that's having trouble. Maybe it's for you. Maybe someone can't sleep. I, I don't know. I had no, God knows my heart. I had no intentions of preaching this message this night. But maybe, Brother Joel, maybe it's for your son. Maybe it's for my wife. Maybe it's for Sarah. I don't know. Maybe it's for me. But whoever it's for tonight, he said it because he loves us. The boy cried. He said, son, God's, God's got the storm. He's got it, honey. I said, oh, but mama, I want a God with skin on him. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm trying to tell you tonight. Our God has got skin on him again. He said, his people, fulfilling his word for this hour, he's right here with us now. The evening light people, the Messiahs 
of the last days, doing the signs, the same signs the Messiah done. The Messiah will do also. St. John 14, 12. And don't worry, little bride. Don't fret. Lay down tonight. Have sweet sleep. Have sweet sleep. All right, lady. You believe? You believe God sent me here to help you? You got heart trouble. One thing, you're real nervous. I see you trying to get up at night. You can't sleep. Just rolling bed, around in bed sleepless. Isn't that right? That's exactly right. Go home now. Go home now. You're going to sleep tonight. You're going to sleep tonight. Jesus Christ makes you well. Have faith. Believe Him with all your heart. You out there with insomnia. You out there that can't sleep. Do you believe God makes you well? Then you can have the same thing. You can have the same thing. All that believes Jesus Christ is here and has healed you, regardless of what's wrong with you, just stand to your feet and raise your hands and praise Him, Jesus. Maybe all that's happened, maybe all that's got you so upset, maybe you're fearful, maybe you got your eyes on the problem instead of the promise. He is our peace tonight. In Him is rest. In Him there's security. Just give Him those fears. Just give him those fears. You're his child. He'll take care of you. He'll take care of you. I've told this a thousand times. And I'm sorry, but I've I got to tell it 1,001. When Jessica was little, right out here in the parking lot. We was going down to the lower parking lot. And the car was coming out of the upper, down to the lower. She was real close to me, about six-year-old, just a few years after the accident. I said, Jessica, there's a car coming. And she took her finger. She put it in my pocket. Right here. And drawed up real close to me. She'd done that because I was her daddy. And she knew that I would take that car before I would let it take her. She knew that, Brother Joel. Daddy. Daddy will protect me. Glory. When she done that, Brother Bradley, I immediately put my arm around her. Because she had confidence in me that I would take care of her. And tonight, little sister, tonight, brother, whoever you are, whatever you're facing, just put your hand in the pocket. Just put your head in the pocket of Jehovah. Amen. Just show up real close to him. Let him put his arm around you. Let him whisper his words. I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. He is our peace tonight. He is our peace. Who hath broken down Every wall He is our He is our peace He is our peace 
everybody now. Let's sing it with all of our hearts. Oh, cast off your cares on Him, for He cares for you. He is our peace. Father, tonight, Lord Jesus. Father, in this visible audience, maybe there's some, Lord. Maybe some mother tonight, Lord, worried over her children. Maybe a father worried over his family, Lord. Someone struggling with finances, Lord, and they're nervous. Lord, they can't sleep. But, oh, God, tonight... May they see that you're their peace, Lord. Speak peace to that heart tonight, Father. Calm the storm that's in their life. Lord, take the fear away, I pray, God. A fear of getting the virus, a fear of not being able to go back to work, a fear. Whatever it would be, Lord. But I pray tonight by the same anointing that raised my Lord from the grave. By that same anointing that gave my daughter back to me, Lord. By that same anointing tonight. May you move upon the hearts of your children. May they not look at the things that's happening, Lord. Sure, it concerns us as people. We're humans. We care for one another. But Lord, may we not get into our spirit that would cause us to divide or hate one another. Oh God, I pray tonight. Keep the fear out of the camp, Lord. May peace be in our homes. Lord, those that's minds have been racing, they've been so nervous, God. Lord, the best pill I know is the gospel. May we consume it tonight. May we take these words. May we take these scriptures, God, that I've read. May we take it down, dear God, with a good glass of water, the Holy Spirit. Water the word with our praises, Lord. And I pray in the name of Jesus. May you visit every home right now where they're at. May the Spirit go from one to the other to the other. Lord, if the home is nervous, they've been fussing at one another. Lord, snapping at one another because of their nerves. May peace come to the husband and wife. May peace come to the children right now, I pray, Lord. May, even the, may the dog even find a corner to lay down, Lord. That's just how much you care for us, God. Grant it tonight, I pray. In the name of Jesus Christ. Satan, I rebuke you. In the name of Jesus. We are God's property. We are God's heritage. We are God's people. And we are victorious tonight. Your army brings diseases and affliction, but we are God's army and we are commissioned by God to cast you out. 
So we cast you out tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke you, thou foul spirit. Leave God's people tonight, we pray. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Just receive it now, friends. Oh, we receive your peace tonight, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. He is our peace. Who hath broken down every wall. He is our peace. Oh, He is our peace. He is our peace. Who has broken down every wall? Every wall. Father, we pray for our children this evening, Lord, and parents of those that are afflicted by the, by the virus, Lord, that are in our ranks. I pray, oh God, may every symptom leave them, Lord. May it be a speedy recovery. Lord, may their strength return. May the fever leave, the cough leave, Lord. May their sense of smell return, God. Oh God, may they rise with the rising of the sun with a new vigor, new health, and new life, God. Because you're our healer, Lord. There is no disease greater than you. There is no affliction greater than you. You, O oh Lord, are the lifter of our heads. You are the shield. You're my shield. You're the lifter of my head. God, we look to you tonight. In Jesus' name, Father, we give those afflicted in our ranks into your hands for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Brother Harry, let's just worship him right Let's just sing that lifter of my head. I know y'all would rather hear Harry sing than me, but let's just worship him together tonight. Glory. Amen. Oh, thou, oh, Lord, art a shield for me. You're the glory, you're the lifter of my Deep. 
spirits that rise against me.
tonight I'll lay me down And I'll have sweet peace I'll have sweet sleep And when I'm awakened It'll be the precious Holy Ghost The precious Holy Ghost The precious Holy Ghost Lord, your precious Holy Ghost will sustain me. Oh, thou, Lord, what a simple keeper of our souls, the keeper of our flame. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God bless you, saints, tonight. Oh, hallelujah, it's the rising of the sun today. May the fevers be gone, may the chills be gone, may the pains be gone. May it be sweet sleep. Oh, may the text come in, may the words come in. The Holy Ghost sustain me. He rose me up from my bed. He put my feet on the ground. Oh, hallelujah. He took my pain away. He took my fear away. He took my symptoms away. He took my... Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Whom the Son has made free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Mm, I feel like speaking in tongues. Eh? Mm, hallelujah. 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 Oh, our God is an awesome God. Let's just watch it for a minute, amen. From heaven above, praise your pain away. Praise your fear away. Drop the shackles today. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with power and love our God is an awesome God oh our God is an awesome God he reigns from heaven
Praise the Lord. Well, heaven just stooped over and kissed this service tonight. Praise the Lord. Brother Darrell, God bless you, buddy. Certainly enjoy the word of the Lord. Just before we're dismissed tonight, let's sing this little song together. Brother Harry just anointed really to sing tonight, so we're just going to ride that. I'm glad he knows my name. Aren't you glad about that tonight, that God cares enough? He even knows your name. Let's sing a little bit of it tonight as we get ready to leave the service. He counts the stars one and all. He knows how much sand is on the shore. He sees every sparrow that falls. Oh, yes, he does. He made the mountains and the seas. He's in control of everything, of all creatures great and small. here in the morning looking forward to another tremendous time of the Lord I trust in your home tonight or wherever you have been watching this service or listening that the Lord has certainly ministered to you the way he has here in this assembly here tonight God is so good God is so mindful he cares about us and I thank him so much until we see you in the morning we're going to sing another little song or two 
and we'll be looking to see you or maybe be seen by you in the morning, the Lord willing. Brother Joel Brown's going to be back singing for us again in the morning. Brother Brandon may even have a song. I don't know, but we'll just see how things go. But God bless you tonight. It's been good to have been in the house of the Lord. Let's sing just a little bit more of that, Brother Harry, as we get ready to leave tonight. The second verse, if you would. I don't know what tomorrow will bring. I can't tell you what's in store. I don't know a lot of things. I don't know the answers to all the questions of life. Step that I take Every move